Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If you've been following the news lately, you've seen a lot being made about the name change of the Paseo to Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. While my co-host Diane Houston has been leading the effort to return the name to the Paseo. For many, they don't understand why the street was changed in the first place, and many don't want the street to go back to the Paseo. Here's our chat about why the Paseo needs to stay the Paseo. Well, you are involved in the biggest controversy in Kansas City, aren't you, kiddo? Huh? I, I mean, what do we got going on with the Save the Paseo thing? You are at the front of this, and every time I turn on TV or you know look at the internet, there you are, and Diane Houston's talking about saving the Paseo. Of course, quite a stir with this thing, huh? Whoops. Yeah. But you know what? What are you going to do? Sometimes you got to stand up for what's right. And, you know, Kansas City needed a group of people who are willing to take a risk and challenge something that is just the Paseo is too historical. We need to make sure that we keep it in Kansas City. All right. Well, let's talk about it. Why? Why is the Paseo such a big deal for, for Kansas City? Because, I mean, you think it's the name of a street and that's what people think of it as. And they don't think about the history and everything. That goes around it. Why is it so vital for you guys to keep the name the Paseo? Well, Paseo's been around. It is the first Parkway Boulevard system in Kansas City. Uh, Paseo was created by George Kessler, who is um, an, a German architect. So we got a lot of different pieces that are, are moving pieces that created Kansas City and, and beautified it. It was part of the City Beautiful movement. In the late 1890s, or excuse me, late 1880s, the city was gross, man. I mean, our, I mean, you talk about potholes and gross roads today. Mm-hmm. I mean, the roads were, it was cement. It was their dusty shanty town. Kansas City was growing into being a metropolis and they needed a roadway system that made sense for the city. And they were trying, they thought the city was moving east, not south. It wasn't moving south yet. Swoth Park wasn't there or anything yet. So the boulevard system was created essentially to make sure that they had broadened streets that created beauty and to get those people that lived in Kansas City just a little bit east to build these big mansions, it was an extremely important uh, street. It's you know how many how many times we've we been down Paseo, mm-hmm, right? A lot, yeah. And it's beautiful. Sure. I mean, it's got it's it's a block and a half wide. Um, part of it, it's the it's the heart and soul of the Parks and Boulevard system that was created in 1893, and to take a street, which of course I know people go, what does Paseo even mean? It's Paseo de la Reforma, which is uh, named after the b- Boulevard in. Mexico City. So you, then you get, you know, you're talking about taking culture in, in, um, and yes, it, it, the name Paseo essentially means boulevard, but it's like, I, I, I read a comment just the other day and I like this, Bob. Some, one of your, um, one of your fans said something about why don't we call our highway system here like the 435 and, you know, the, the I 35, like they do on the East and West Coast. 
I was like, well, we do have the Paseo, and we need to keep the Paseo. Well, and, and it's it's funny, too, because, you know, you can either learn from history, and if you don't learn from history, you end up repeating the bad things that happen, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So Missouri has had crappy roads since the 1800s, <laughs> and they still haven't learned, huh? Totally, right. I, I know. One Unbelievable. Like, when will Missouri learn and, and, and get this thing fixed? It's like, you know, pave the streets, give us something nice to drive on, right? I oh, yeah. You wonder why people move to Kansas all the time. Well, let's back off, back off. Yeah, I mean, no, but honestly, it is true because... Because the the boulevard system was the it was so important to making sure this there were no highways right I right. mean the boulevard system was the highway it was the 435 of the late 1800s and it wasn't built for cars you have to think about this it's built for carriages it's built to give people a place to go on a Saturday afternoon I mean it was the place to be seen and taking something like that <clears throat> and deciding and nobody's against obviously honoring Martin Luther King and I think that's where the of course, that's where it gets a little dicey, right? right? Because then you start naming something or renaming something for someone else. And it's like, I don't want to replace more modern history um, and get rid of something that has a, is historically Kansas City. It is Kansas City history. Um, there's so many other things that we could do. I mean, you, did you know we have a park in Kansas City named Martin Luther King um, that PIAC funds haven't been... Uh, given to, or I should say have been denied to be given to. So th- there's a lot of things that we could be doing with f- finances in Kansas City, like repairing our roads, for example, I'm just saying, um, besides, you know, renaming streets, especially when you kind of shove it through. I mean, it, it, the way it was done was pretty pretty shady. Why did they choose the Paseo? Like, why was that the road that we decided, okay, we're going to rename for Dr. Martin Luther King? Well, I think it goes back to uh, there's a there's a, there's actually a short run history of this that goes back 30 years. I mean, um, Emmanuel Cleaver, who was Kansas City, you know, a, a beloved mayor and, of course, is still in government today. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was a minister that had a church on the Paseo, still does. And um, he started preaching from the pulpit, you know, in the in the early 80s, like we need this street should be Martin Luther King. This is the heart of the African-American community. We should rename Paseo for Martin Luther King. And, you know, and of course, he got a street named after himself, right, in, right. in 90, just saying, in 90, 99, um, which was Brush Creek Boulevard in 47th Street. But if you notice, we still have part of Brush Creek Boulevard intact, right, because that's a historical street as well, not even as historic as Paseo. So when they named that street for Cleaver, um, which happened in the late 90s, uh, nobody said anything about, you know, Martin Luther King at that time. Um, and then essentially it gets to the point where Paseo was kind of the target for a certain group that it does a lot of great things for Kansas City, which is the SCLC, the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. They do a lot of great things for Kansas City, um, especially on the east side. Um, and it was an organization founded by Martin Luther King and founded in Kansas City by Emmanuel Cleaver. Um, so it became kind of a, um, a doorway. I think that was the, that was the step that was always going to happen. Um, and then just there's steps that you take, right? That's why we have government. There's mm-hmm. steps that you take to rename things. And um, the Parks and Boulevard system controls the Parks and Boulevard system. Um, and in this case, they just jumped around it. They they said that they were going to make sure that this happened. And in the started in about 2016, like we Paseo, Paseo, Paseo. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, I and I, I'm a fan of Sly James. He's like, well, maybe we'll see, you know, we'll see if that uh, street would work. Um, and essentially uh, formed a committee, and they went out and talked to the community. There were three options at the end. The airport, remember the whole airport thing? That's right. What a hot mess that's become. But right. um, the, the airport was the number one choice. 
naming the terminal. Number two was 63rd Street, go east west, right? Cross uh-huh. the bounds. You go all the way to Raytown. You can go all the way to Kansas, yeah, right? Yeah. Like the, that would be a legit option. And Paseo was still on the list, but it was like the third option. How it kind of became the Paseo is it's, I don't know if we have enough time for that. It's just, it's become such a controversy and I don't know where, I don't know where we're going to go from here, but yeah, I've been, I've been kind of uh, in the news a little bit, my bad, but they needed a voice. And so I used the power of words to make sure that I was a part of this conversation. And how did you, how did you get involved? Like what made you say, this is, this is it. This is going to be the cause that, that, that I'm going for. Like I I want this one. I I know born and raised in Kansas city. And obviously that means something to you and and being a Kansas city history teacher, obviously you probably know more about the Paseo and the meaning of it than probably anybody in town. Is that why you decided I have to be the voice for this? I think that it was there was already an organized voice for it. It was just a question of where it was going to go. The organized voice, it was the people on the Paseo that live on Paseo. It's a residential street. There aren't a lot of businesses on Paseo, but residential street, the people that live on Paseo didn't even know this was happening. They were like, what the hell? What do you what? They found out with the rest of us. And I'm not I I like to say that I'm not super involved in politics. And now I'm like, "Eh, maybe, maybe you are, though. Yeah, I know. Right. Bad on you. I, I, I mean, never meant for this to happen, but. It was like they started they they started an initiative petition, essentially, and the residents got together and said, we want to make sure we get this to a citywide vote because that's our only option at this point. Like if you're going to rename our street, especially the council went through, they they waived a bunch of things. They made sure that this happened um, before a lot of councilmen are leaving office. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of councilmen are running for mayor. Um, kind of an interesting time to choose to kind of push this through. Um, I became involved because it, when I found out the petition was going on, when it was actually happening, and you know, it takes a minute for it to go live. There's dates you, you know, have, and it happened. I think it was March 15th, which happened to be spring break. So I'm like, all right, I got some time to do this. Um, and so I started using the fan base I have, the people that do care about Kansas City history and the power of social media to say, hey, I'm going to be at this location. Come and meet me. And legit people drove from all over the city we had people driving in from you know I, and i was sitting in locations that were fun to sit in you know like well where you could get a cocktail bobby baker's right Southside bar sure grill. um mama tio's may it rest in peace on the paseo uh-huh. um but we chose places where it was comfortable and people felt comfortable to come and and sign and you know between my my unpaid research assistant which would be my mom helen mm-hmm. um gotta love her between us, I mean, we got, we gathered about 500 signatures. They needed 1,706 essentially to put this to a citywide vote, and we turned in over 2,800 signatures, man, in less than a month. I mean, that's pretty cool that Kansas City showed up. So I really want to thank everybody that did come out and support us. I, I think the 63rd Street one. The more you talk, the more I started to think about 63rd Street and how awesome that would be because when you look at 63rd street you go you from the kansas border in right. raytown and it goes through so many different neighborhoods and mm-hmm. areas and you know just a- everything that's on you you go from kansas to brookside to you know to you know just all down 63rd street through the east side into raytown and it encompasses so many different people and so right. many different cultures in that town which is ultimately what Martin Luther King wanted to do is bring everybody together and, and have everybody the same. And 63rd Street is kind of like a, a unifying line more than anything. It in really Kansas is. And, and I think that's why um, I was a I, I was a supporter of that idea. And I think we need to look back at how we got our street names in the first place. Right. And a lot of people love to target Troost as an option. Mm-hmm. 
I get a little, I get a little weirded out about the truce. It's like the truce divide already exists and we could do a whole, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll end up covering that at some point. Truce is already kind of a dividing line because of the way that se- racial segregation happened in the sixties in Kansas city. I mean, they purposely placed it there. So everybody, it was white flight as we know. Mm-hmm. Well, why are you, why are we dividing yet again? Cause if you look at other cities across the United States, all 900 plus cities that have a street named after Martin Luther King, um, those streets are not going to be in the best area. I mean, Chris Rock makes jokes about this. You know, you don't want to like, oh, if you run across an MLK street, like, you know, drive the other way. Um, I don't want to see something like that. I, I think it should be something that honors and it should be something that that crosses a, a boundary. And this city is more than just Kansas City, right? Yeah. It's it's Kansas as well. And that gives people in other cities an option too to kind of go along with that street. That street is long. So, and so's the Paseo, by the way. It's 9.98 miles of, they didn't, that's another thing that really gets me is you didn't take part of it. You took the whole freaking thing, right? Mm-hmm. 9.98 miles from Independence Avenue all the way to 85th Street. Like, that's no joke. Usually, if you're going to rename something, right? And, and the way the city's charter is set up, if you're going to rename something, you're going to rename a section of it and you have to get 75% approval from the people who live in that section. Well, that didn't happen. Um, the SCLC back um, a year ago also started a petition because the because the Parks Board said no. The Parks Board is the one in control of parks and boulevard systems. And they said, no, I'm, we, you know, we can find another way. Sly James, please come come up with a committee. We want to keep the Paseo the Paseo. And so when that happened, it should have ended. And they had a right as well to, to gather signatures. Do you think they got those signatures, Bob? Mm-mm. Never happened. So it's real interesting that, you know, the, the council asked to see those signatures. One of our council women asked to see those signatures on the day of the vote when they decided to rename Paseo. Like, show me what you came up with. Nobody produced anything. And it's like, we have been very transparent in this whole process and save the Paseo. Like, here's all 2,800 plus signatures. Now what? You know, I mean, I hate to say it's a little bit of a, you know, like throw it in your face, but it kind of, it feels good mm-hmm. because it tells you that. We couldn't even, we could have gone on for weeks because we had people wanting to sign even the day we were turning in the petitions. So I'm really proud of Kansas City standing up for, um, for this and saying we should all have a decision in this, you know, especially when it costs so much money. Is the Paseo the most important street in Kansas City from a historical standpoint? Or would you say there's something else that, that, that's more important, more vital to the history of our city to show us how we got to where we are today, especially obviously on the Missouri side? I think for a metropolis, if you're talking about the way that the city developed the boulevard system, the Paseo is the most important street. You're talking about like the founding of Kansas City. You got to go more inter- internal, you mm-hmm. know, because of in, in the Kansas City just doesn't look anything like it used to because we got rid of the bluffs and everything else. The streets that were late, you know, some streets have been changed over the course, but truce has been truce for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So if you're going, there's a difference between a boulevard and a street. So if you're going to go most historic streets, you know, you've got uh, truce, of course, Main, Broadway, um, Grand Avenue. That's a Great history behind Grand Avenue. Um, but when you're talking parks and boulevard system, the Paseo is the most important street of the parks and boulevard system. Think of Armor. And think about what these are all named after, right? These are like Kansas City prominence. You've got Armor. You've got Meyer. These are boulevards that were created and named after people and named after things that were important to Kansas City. And I know Paseo doesn't sound important, but it was important. It was the Paseo. It was the place to be. 
Go, I mean, drop a Google on Paseo and see how many postcards there are. That really tells you how important it is, right? If people are willing to buy postcards to send to their friends of a fountain on the Paseo, like, it was super important. It was one of the most important streets and still is one of the most important streets in our city. Why is it so important? Like, why why did that become one of the places that people love so much about Kansas City back in the day? Well, look at it compared to any other street. It's incredible it's not it's not just a bunch of you know and war parkway is beautiful right Mm -hmm. and you do have some monuments and things some that have been taken down for uh you know shady and i should say purposes because they might be not be appropriate to today's standards Mm -hmm. um but those there are monuments in the middle of paseo more so than war parkway you literally i mean war parkway might not have as many dandelions in the center that paseo does um but Paseo had the first fountain in Kansas City was on Paseo. Um, this that was at uh, ninth or fi- well fifteenth in Paseo. The oldest fountain in Kansas City is at ninth in Paseo. Um, so you have the Spanish Cannon, appropriately named the Spanish Cannon, a gift from another country. Part of that whole Santa Fe trade, right? Santa Fe, New Mexico trade. There's a reason Paseo, okay, got obviously a Spanish name. We had a trade route, so this is uh, an important piece of Kansas City history in the fact that it does honor also the trade route system to Santa Fe, New Mexico. Um, there's just so many different pieces of Kansas City that are still a part of Paseo. If you just drive down, there's um, so many different monuments that are I- essential to Kansas City. These houses have gone down, and yes, it's kind of some of the neighborhoods on Paseo are blighted, but the, one, of the most his- one of the most historic mansions that still stands on Paseo is owned by one of the people who started the petition. It was the generous Henderson house. He supposedly treated uh, Al Capone for some diseases. What diseases would those be? Bad diseases. Oh yeah, doing bad things. Like like so so not the cancer or something like yeah, that. It would well, have to yeah, be yeah, something yeah. like you know like maybe he was with too many you know <laughs> ladies or the night or something. Ladies with the night. Yes, because Generous and Henderson was actually the uh, doctor. He was an early. Uh, we'll call him a gynecologist of the early times. You know, uh-huh. th- to treat those un untalked about things. And he built a massive mansion on Paseo that still stands. It's beautiful. Um, and it needs some work. It's on the National Register. I think that's another thing to bring up is uh, we really spend a lot of time and people spend a lot of money to make sure that things are preserved mm-hmm. by putting them on the register. And the National Register, Kansas City's Parks and Boulevard system is on the National Register. Paseo is part of it. And you I, we know we drive down the street and we see historic district signs. It, that doesn't just happen. You have to, I mean, there's there's steps to that. And it's in a very expensive process, usually. Um, Sidney Milstein is an architectural historian in Kansas City who was hired by, guess what? I mean, I love this, by the city of Kansas City to put the Paseo and other streets in that Parks and Boulevard system in a, in a short area, basically from Independence Avenue to 18th Street, mm-hmm. on the freaking historic register, like money spent. This happened just a few years ago. And then here we just stripped our signs of Paseo that say historic district and replaced them with signs you can't read because the freaking sign's so long. You can't see it from a distance. Um, and so now it's lost its, it hasn't lost its historic significance. It's still on the registry, but not under that name. So it's just, it, we, we can't, like I keep saying, we can't erase more modern history, erase old history and to replace it with more modern history. I think there's a place, this city is large. There's things we can do. Like, we're the city of freaking fountains. Why don't we, I mean, I'd love to see a fountain maybe designed by a local, you know, student or, you know, open it up to people to design something like 
it should I want it to encompass Kansas City, not take over one of our most historic streets. Well, what, what I think is interesting about Kansas City more so than than, than maybe other cities is is the, really the way our city is set up. I right, mean, you, you've got. You know, you've got the streets with the numbers, which are in a lot of cities, and at a 63rd or a 57th or 119th, like none of that really has any meaning. It's not named after anybody. Exactly. But then you go the other way, and you've got all the streets that are named for specific things, and and that's what makes me say, huh? Why didn't we go for a numbered street? Because a numbered street really doesn't have any meaning. But all this stuff that you've already shared about the Paseo should have been like, all right, hang on a second here. Somebody should have spoke up and said nobody's against naming a street for Dr. Martin exactly. Luther King. Let's think of a better street for Dr. Martin but, Luther King that I- that isn't a historical landmark in town. Right. Well, and I think this, there's some things, I mean, I could, you know, that I've heard and I can say directly have been said to me. Um, one of them by a member of the SCLC. Um, when I said, why Paseo? Like, come on. Like, we're not against, well, it's a pretty street and the park system has to take care of it. Okay. Like, well, why don't we set up where 63rd Street is also taken care of and has special funds to make sure it isn't going to be a, a mess or whatever is the concern? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to to take this street, and you're right, Kansas City is one of the, I think, and I'm not, no offense to people that live north of the river, I get a little confused up there. Everybody does. Northwest, Northwest, Northeast, what, what, yeah, right. what, what happened? Right. I mean, this isn't New York City. I don't know what happened. But Kansas City is so well organized. It makes sense. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out how to get around Kansas Correct. City. And there are name there are name streets that are in the numbered sections. We've got an, a great example. I love it is is Gregory Boulevard, right? Mm-hmm. Gregory, that's seventy first street. Seventy first street, right? Yeah. Gregory Boulevard. Well, you know it's seventy first street, and you can figure it out because seventy fifth, right? Because we have the numbered streets. It's not like it's a big disaster to rename it because what it's. It still follows in the number section. Gregory Boulevard was created in 1930, and I love this because they opened it up to Kansas City. They were going to expand and make it a larger street. So they opened it up to Kansas City residents like, what do you think we should name it? Because it's going to be a boulevard now, right? It's not going to be just some podunk street. Right. Um, what do you think we should name it? And some of the names that people came up with, I mean, like. Fox Trot? Was oh, that a possum trot? Yeah, or you wish, like that, right? right? Um, when they renamed it, some of the street names were like uh, Champ Clark, Kamek, Hoover. Um, I like this one, um, Starnell. Um, what? Starnell is a combination of the Kansas City Star and William Rockhill Nelson. So thank you. Why are we naming streets after a newspaper? Sha- for real. <laughs> do we have a newspaper? Yeah, I don't even know that we do anymore. <laughs> sorry, sorry, yeah. Kansas City Star readers. Um, now, but the, the, the vote that was actually Gregory Boulevard was, was chosen in 1930, because it was the first mayor of Kansas City. And, you know, and then you get into, like, if you're going to start stripping streets of names, it's like Kansas City, part of what made Kansas City grow, or I should say the area grow, was slave labor. And so Gregory owned slaves. So did Troost. So people bring up, we should rename Troost because he was a slave owner. I'm like, well, geez, we got we to gotta rename all our streets then, like McGee, slave owner. I mean, we can't replace this history. McCoy, McCoy's public class, which of course is closed, but mm-hmm. McCoy, founder of Westport in Kansas City, slave owner. I just think, you know, we have to look at what's important. Gregory made sense. Honor the first mayor of Kansas City who actually was uh, ousted out of office less than a year after he was in. Wow. Because he didn't even live inside the city limits. Oh, nice. So, yeah. so it so was Kansas even corrupt City's then. So Kansas had great <laughs> politics even back in the day. I mean, I even mean, back really. in the day. I know, right? right? But so... I think you're exactly, I, I 100% agree with you on this. And I think most Kansas City agrees with us and what we're talking about. 
take a numbered freaking street. You know, no, don't take another num- street that like Linwood, right? Mm-hmm. Don't take something that's already named, but like 63rd Street. I heard people say 31st Street. I've heard people say 20. I mean, they everybody's 31st got a name. 31st Street is, is a nice street, but not long enough. It's not long enough, right? And we it's already have the signs. And we want to be able to use the signs. It's, it's not. It's not prominent enough either. 63rd Street to me is the logical choice because it's prominent. It's it's used Absolutely. by almost everybody in the city on almost every day. Exactly. I mean, it, it, it's a constant thoroughfare from one end to the other. It's not broken up. It's a straight through yep. street all the way through Absolutely. from Kansas to Raytown and encompasses so many just different people. Like the more we sit here and think about it, the, the more logical that makes uh, 100%. A, an argument. Like everybody should look at that and go, that's a no brainer. Let's do 63rd street right. and, and, and let's get this thing going. And I think that was what was so confusing to us at save the Paseo was why Paseo? We keep, we got to go back. We got to circle back to this because wait, if, if, the advisory board, which was comprised of people from all across the community, the advisory board that Sly James put together, if they said our first option, we'd love the airport. And that got a little dicey because, you know, MCI and, you know, renaming is kind of an, as a hot mess. Sure. Uh, but you could name the airport you terminal. The terminal for right. Them, yeah. And it and it becomes, you know, I'm flying out of MLK. Yeah. Or, you know, people, I mean, we call it KCI now and it's not even the friggin' name of the airport, Correct, right? Right. So why not? And you've got that long road that goes up to the airport, right? Why not name that after Martin Luther King as well? And then you see so many different people who aren't from Kansas City experience right. and, and exactly. understand. And you can explain to your kids because there's going to be a time, like I'm a parent now, you explain yeah. to your kids who people are and what they've done. And right. if you're going into the airport, they go, why is this named after Martin Luther King? You can explain what Martin Luther King did. And it's an education lesson and right. people can learn as well. So I thought... I, Totally agree with that option. And then the other, of course, was 63rd. And then they're like, but we kept Paseo on there because Paseo was always the target. It wasn't that people wanted it. It was that, okay, and then also Paseo will leave that on the list. The fact that it just got moved, and remember, the Parks Board didn't want it. The fact that it moved through this whole chain of command, when everybody, the community already had spoken out. They already no, the first choice was never Paseo. Because it's historic, because of this reason, because of that reason, because of all the address changes, all these things that don't make any sense. It was also the most expensive option, um, I'd like to point out as well. They said it would cost 160000 I think 63rd was like 150. So, you know, I guess it's chump change at this point. But, right. but to choose that option didn't make very much sense when the community was telling everybody otherwise. And then... The park system tried to compromise, which I thought was interesting. Right in November of this last year, they compromised. They said, you know, we'll, how about we don't want to lose Paseo? How about MLK on the Paseo? I mean, long sign again, but Mm -hmm. we'll compromise. How about that? And that was what the parks board had offered as, you know, a chance. And then when it went to the council, the, uh, one of the council men, uh, Jermaine Reed stood up and said, only MLK Boulevard, no Paseo, no Paseo. Struck that out. They take a vote, and there we here we are today. I mean, it unbelievable how it happened. So, so where where are we going now? I mean, because right. that's the next step in all of this. We, we what you, now, you've got right? the petition signed. Yeah. Everybody's spoken their mind on mm-hmm. this. What's next? So it's interesting. So the the petitions were turned in. Um, at this point, it's it, we have to wait uh, essentially 40 days. Um, they have 40 days to vet the signatures. The election board has to make sure the people that signed are legal voters in Kansas City, et cetera, et cetera. So you always want to have – that's why, part of the reason we turned in more than we needed. Oh, sure. Um, because you know there's going to be one you can't read. or right. I mean, I saw some of them, and um, you know some of them will be thrown out. Um, at this point, after that happens, it goes to the council floor again, which is interesting because it will be 
right about the time that we are electing our new mayor. Um, when it goes to the council floor, if they, depending on what they decide to do, and they can't just shut it down, because if it's shut down, if they say no, mm-hmm. it goes to a vote. So either way, it's going to be on a ballot. And, and the question isn't, here's a list of 50 options of naming MLK, choose one, right? The mm-hmm. option, it, it's essentially going to just say, should the Paseo be renamed for Dr. Martin Luther King Boulevard? Yes or no? Vote, you know? Um, and it won't be likely one of the more important elections, so we're going to need people to actually go out and, and exercise their right to vote. I mean, Kansas City's not that uh, doesn't uh, utilize their uh, voting privileges as much as maybe we should, um, and I'm guilty of that as well. But it'll probably, I, my guess is, it'll be on the November ballot. And at that point, if, if it's a if it's overwhelmingly that MLK stays, then I'm I got nothing else to say. The fight was worth it, though, right? Because you got to stand up for what you believe in. And here we are. Well, we have an exciting update since recording the podcast. City Hall verified over 2,400 signatures on the Save the Paseo petition on May 9th, just nine business days after they were handed over. This means that the issue will be in front of the city council. They can choose to vote on the issue or send it to the voters of Kansas City on the election ballot. No matter what, the city voters will have a chance to make the final decision as to the fate of the historic Paseo, and the community can finally help decide what's the best way to honor Dr. Martin Luther King. Stay tuned for the next episode of Kansas City History, Two States, One Story, as we continue to explore the stories that made Kansas City great. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.